Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Welcome back to the Socialette Podcast. This is episode 67, and today I'm looking at SEO basics for beginners. Maybe you've never heard of SEO before, or you kind of have a bit of an idea of what it is, but you don't know how to start doing it. This episode is for you. It'll be a very brief, very brief (laughs) run through of some SEO basics, but I've got a podcast interview lined up with an SEO expert later this year, and she will dive a lot deeper into it than I can. Hey, if you're enjoying this episode, would you do me a quick favor? Could you please take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram stories? If you tag We Are Wild Bloom, I will see it and then you might just get a shout out. Plus, it helps a lot of other small business owners like yourself to discover the podcast and I'm all about helping as many people as I can. Okay, into the episode. So first up, what the heck does SEO stand for? SEO is Search Engine Optimization. And what on earth is that? (laughs) To really simplify the definition, it's essentially the process of optimizing your website to show up higher in search engine results, usually in Google, but it can apply to other search engines like Bing or Pinterest or YouTube as well. So why would you spend time or money on SEO? Well, organic traffic, so that's the traffic you get from Google or other search engines, is free. It's also the biggest source of web traffic. And because people usually searched for something, they're likely to be more interested in whatever they landed on. This is why optimizing your products or your services pages is super important. If someone searches for makeup artist Brisbane, it's a fair bet that they're in the market for a makeup artist in Brisbane. Can you DIY your SEO? Sure. You can, but it does take a bit of time and commitment. And you'll also need to find a reputable source to learn from because there are a lot of different aspects to it. Outsourcing your SEO to an agency is the other option. And no, we don't offer it as a service before I get emails asking if we'll do your SEO. (laughs) There are specialist SEO agencies out there who will do that. But you have to remember, SEO can take a lot longer to see results than with paid advertising like AdWords or Facebook ads. Even working with an agency, it's unlikely you'll see significant results in the first three to six months. It's all about the long-term gain. So where do you get started with SEO if you're DIYing? First, I would recommend spending some time learning how search engines work. Each search engine has a slightly different algorithm, but Google is kind of considered the top one. So spend some time learning what really affects Google rankings. For example, Google has said that you should design your website for people first and search engines second. It knows exactly how long people are spending on your website, how many pages they're looking at, all of those sorts of metrics. So make sure that your website is user-friendly. Next, choose your keywords. So keywords essentially help to tell the search engine what the page is about. For example, if you sell lemons, including the word lemons in your copy tells Google that your page is about lemons. 
but there's likely to be a lot of competition for the term lemons. So you can narrow it down and improve your chances of ranking higher up by making your keyword longer. For example, if you sell lemons in Sydney, you might consider keywords like where to buy lemons in Sydney, which is likely to have a lot less competition than the word lemons, and the people who are searching for it are in Sydney, so they're more likely to be in your target market. But what do you do with keywords? Like, once you've got them, what do you do with them? Your keywords are part of what's called your on-page SEO, so the SEO that you do on your own website. Off-page SEO is the other part, and that's a whole other kettle of fish that I'm not going to look at this episode because it might just overwhelm you a bit, and I do not want that. So your keyword should, on your page, it should be in the heading or the title of the page. It should be in the first paragraph. It should show up a couple of times in the main copy. It should be in the URL for the page. So for example, if I wanted to do as mine, if I wanted to do Facebook ads myths, my URL would be stephtaylor.co forward slash Facebook ads myths with dashes in between, not underscores. And it should also show up in the alt text for an image on the page. Does the keyword have to be exactly the same throughout the page? No. If you have a few variations, that is completely fine. So for example, where to buy lemons in Sydney might become buying lemons in Sydney. Search engines are a lot smarter than we give them credit for, and they can understand this. So is that it for SEO? Not quite. Each page also has a thing called a meta description, which is where Google pulls that little snippet of text that you usually see in the search results page. By default, it's usually the first sentence or two that Google finds on the page, but on most website platforms, you can edit this, and so you should. Make sure it's legible, makes sense, and that it's compelling to the reader to click through. Oh, and the character limit is 160 characters before it gets cut off, so you don't really have a whole lot of space to do this. So these are the absolute basics of on-page SEO. If you want to get serious about learning SEO, I recommend looking for an online course or some resources that can help you along the way, as it is such a complex topic. I'll have an expert on here later this year to chat about it, so stay tuned for this. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss that episode and other new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you've enjoyed this podcast so far, I'd love it if you could please leave me a rating and a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.